0: I should not be like this. What a powerful phrase. We hear it all the time, too. From advertising to books on self-improvement, it seems like the major message we hear consistently is how we are, in some way, not living up to our full potential. We grow up with the message of transformation to be lived out, to be substantiated by us, but the reality can often be jarring. Not always, of course. I have to believe that there are moments where we can affect tiny shifts in ourselves for the better. Someone who struggles with overeating their entire lives decides one day to take a walk around the block, and years later they're running in marathons. But why are those examples so rare? For all we are told about our own deficiencies, why do we find it so difficult to change? I should not be like this. There is an opinion embedded within that statement, a sort of quasi-articulated and deeply pessimistic view of ourselves, emboldened by cynicism. As if the creator of galaxies and the painter of the cosmos made a mistake in giving you the life you have now. I am not good enough, it says in barely concealed whispers, the echoes of a dispensation that weighed people like sacks of grain and overwhelmingly found them wanting. We all have dreams as children about who we want to be, and the most obvious joke of our adulthood is that we grow up to be ourselves. But this doesn't have to be a depressing joke by any means. Rather, we can accept that like the lilies of the field, our past, our present, and future are being looked after. And if looked after, then guided in some way. Do we or do we not believe in a God that can fashion anything from anything? I've seen too many testimonies of people who have had something far less than the ideal upbringing, whose later lives are full of harmony. And that little voice, that mockery of redemption, creeps in again. You really ought to be better. It's not that such an idea is untrue. Certainly anyone who is at home with themselves can calmly ascertain how they might be better, reach higher. But it emphasizes the wrong point. It takes the focus from gratitude to an almighty God, to personal failures, from the pile of stones commemorating, by your help thus far I've come, to the vast expanses we believe we need to walk before we come home. But the tabernacle is always with you. You are home always. What matters is whether you can accept it. And yes, perhaps the desert makes for a lousy home. Sandstorms, scorpions, not a lot of water but it is home and until we can accept that we already are where we need to be where we are called to be we will never be able to move forward the second most obvious joke of life is that we exist in an endless recursion we will see only what we wish to see when the gaze turns inward we see darkness and corruption the effects of a sinful nature in so doing we draw a boundary past which grace cannot extend in my medicine cabinet is a vial of Lexapro, 10 milligrams. I've struggled with depression for a big portion of my life. I found it hard to get help for some time. I wanted the quickest option. I wanted the combination of good nutrition, deep sleep, or sweet meditation to cure me. It wasn't until I slowed down and just experienced the thing with no thought given to cures or prevention or treatment or relapse that I was able to accept what I needed to do. Some traumas can't be fast-forwarded. I should not be like this, and yet I was. What good was it doing me, acting like I should be anywhere else along the spectrum of mental health? All such an attitude did, to the degree that I indulged it, was make it harder to reconcile where I was and where I wished I could be. It did nothing to address the problem itself. In fact, it exacerbated it. Consider the lilies. Maybe we should consider the lilies because they just exist. They bend in the wind and they droop in the rain, but they're still there. It's not that bad things don't happen to flowers, but a flower is in no rush to make New Year's resolutions about finally giving up soda. If I could give you a gift this year, it would be to see yourself as you actually are. The patina of expectation and shoulds removed. A life that exists in perfect counterbalance to societal expectations that you'd be buffeted about a soul of substance that is as solid as the mountain. In service of what? To calm your soul, to hear the cosmic orchestra happening all around you and the beckoning embrace of the maker of time who wants to live in the present with you.